And welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Gabby. Welcome to episode 172. Yay! Not 173. Is it 170? Oh, wait, wait. Is it 173? I don't know. It's been a while. If I have to bet weeks. money, I'm putting money on Kathy's answer. I, I'm, I'm, that's like her thing. She's like memorized this stuff. She's like a human calculator. Just 173. That's the only time you'll ever hear somebody <laughs> describe me that way. <laughs> It is actually 173. Uh, we've been gone for a week uh, due to uh, personal reasons, but we're back. And today we're going to talk about some Age of Sigmar mo- news and rants. Um, we're going to talk about uh, some models. Um, and I'm going to do some painting once we get it all started. But before that, let's go and get our business out of the way. We want to thank Muse on Minis for hosting all of our feeds and putting us out there for everybody to see and hear us. Uh, also, don't forget, if you buy anything from their store, uh, type in more than dice, all one word, and you'll get 10% off your order. We are a creature creator. Kathy will eventually be getting into her scissoring of desire again. Not eventually. It will be as soon as I'm done with these four models that I am painting right now. Okay. There you go. I will be finishing off the suzerain after that, as you all are my witnesses. <laughs> uh, we want to also thank Tectonic Crest Studios, of course, for being awesome and doing stuff. I talked to Dan not too long ago. He's going to be making some new product coming out. Uh, and don't forget, you can follow him on Twitch also to see him doing some stuff. Uh, did I forget anybody? I think that's it. Lynn, Metalhead Minis. Oh, Metalhead Minis, Lynn Stahl. Uh, yeah, she still sells some of our products. Uh, she's also getting um, a lot of stuff ready for Warfare Weekend. Um, we've got all our painting classes lined up. We've got some really cool stuff uh, lined up for that. Um, so, yeah, should be uh, go over and check her out. And you can also, uh, should be a link to our store where you can purchase some of our products and dice and stuff like that. And... Uh, See all the stuff that's happening there. Um, I think that's it then. Yeah. Yes. We got everything out of there. Um, so, we got any tributes this week, by the way? I don't. I, I never can keep track, honestly. I, I'm I terrible at that. I really don't recall any, which either means yeah. I'm a horrible person or it was a slow week. Well, I, we, we can do a salute. Uh, we can salute to all the people that have gotten their vaccines. Um, also, uh, I mean, there was one. Uh, did we salute uh, uh, Patrick? Uh, I don't think we did because that was uh, well, before. Yeah, that um, was like before the one before this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a member of the community, Patrick. Um, he passed away. And uh, they did a memorial for him this not too long ago. It's also the reason why we tell everybody to get their vaccine. Uh, go get protected. Um, and so we want to give a salute out to everybody that is getting the vaccine, has got the vaccine, and is looking out not only for themselves, but for others. Um, and um, that's very important to us. Uh, but before we give that big salute out, John, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, Dr. Pepper and Fireball. Hmm. Interesting. Kathy? Gin and tonic. <laughs> the old faithful. Uh, I'm going to go with another Wintergrind Coffee Stout. Um, I'm only drinking beer pretty much uh, on the podcast now because, uh, like John, 
I want to lose some weight and get a little bit healthier, and I got to make sure I keep my calories down on that. So you're drinking beer? Uh, limiting how much I can, how much I drink. The owl cookie diet is not uh, <laughs> something that I would recommend unless Look. it's the day after you got your second COVID shot. Kathy, <laughs> a wise man once said, see it's for cookie, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> so to everybody out there, please be safe. Wash your hands, wear your mask, get your vaccine. We want to see and party with you later. Cheers. 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 Master Burn Puck, I do have a bunch of that too, but I was like, mm, I want to get a beer out. I mean, it's fine. We all make poor life choices sometimes. Yeah. That's true. I make a lot of them, so it's okay. I even it out by doing good things every once in a while. But hey, all three of us now. Yes. Fully yep. vaccinated. Oh, a... well, yeah. Well, basically a week and a half for me. Technically. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. You got your shot. Yes. I have uh, a buddy actually showing up in town like in, in on, an extra week. On day 14, I have a buddy who will be in town. We're going to dinner. <laughs> that was random. That's the day he's coming in. I was going to dinner regardless. But If you've gotten your back. shot, just put a big out there. We want to cheer you too. We appreciate it. We want to see everybody. So if you're vaccinated, you can go That's ahead and right. just shout Make out. Sure. Shots, 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 shots. Everybody! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd do a shot for everyone who has a shot, but I have to work tomorrow, and that would be a poor life choice. That would I, be a very poor life choice. I did see an article and read an article like yesterday um, about uh, the vaccine, not the vaccine, but the um, uh, people getting sent to the hospital for COVID, and they said the most common factor of the people that are getting hospitalized with COVID are people that are unvaccinated. What? <laughs> look i don't know man so uh it's working guys please protect yourself still even though if you get your vaccine still protect yourself um i went to walmart this week to go pick up some small lights for a project i'm working on uh some marvel terrain and uh i was one of probably three people in walmart that had a mask on still Yep. So. Remember, a couple weeks ago, people were putting gasoline into trash bags. Yeah. They're not <laughs> going to make smart life choices. Make the smart ones you can to help everyone. Yeah. I mean, I'm fully vaccinated, but like I said, I don't trust the motherfucker. So uh, yeah. I just would never want to be the reason someone else caught it because, like, you know, I'm vaccinated. I don't know I have it because I'm vaccinated and someone All else right. gets. I couldn't handle that. No. That, I, that's handle that. That. I look out for my fellow human. So. Okay, if I right. die from my own stupid fault, but if someone else dies from a stupid fault, fuck. Yeah, that was one of my, when I got it back in November, my first thing was my kids. I'm yeah. like, because my kids don't have personal boundaries. They climb all over me, you know, they get up in me, they snot on me, you know, so on and so forth. And I'm like, oh, I've got it. What are my kids? And luckily none of my kids got it um, that I teach. So I was like really, really relieved on that. And nobody in my staff got it either, too. That was good. So, other than that. So, John, I hear you have some really interesting news for us on Age of Sigmar. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, reasonably interesting. I thought more about the uh, the starter box at Dominion, I think it's called. 
Yeah, which is orcs and... Yeah, the new Oryx and uh, Stormcast. Stormcast. Well, that box set's going to be a limited release. Uh, yeah. You know, GW, they're just like... Limited, limited by how many? Uh, don't know. Uh, the way uh, Jay from Discount Games Inc. Uh, made it sound is significantly reduced. Like, so he's not going to be able to get a ton of copies. The guy I'm getting mine from, uh, Mini Stomp, he's... Not sure how many copies to get. Right now, he's not worried. I did tell him to put me on the last man in list. So if someone else needs it and he's only got one copy, it goes to the person, not to me. I have a Games Workshop store right up the street. I could theoretically just go in there, brave the wilds of a Games Workshop store, and just get a copy myself. You know, so it's a, it's a poor decision that they're making with a lot of box sets. And do it. They're fucking around, and they're going to find out because they lost money because they didn't put any more Cursed City. I didn't get one. Fuck them. I ain't going to go out looking for one now. I'm not going to support the secondary market for it because they're putting it up too much. And I'm not going to walk into their store, which would probably cause me to buy other stuff because, you know, I am. But because they're just being stupid about it. I thought we were past this whole limited box set bullshit, but apparently they're hell-bent on... Are they doing this because they have... They've been having a problem with getting rid of surplus starter boxes of, of stuff I've in the past. Never. I just I don't understand why they're deciding to do this. It's don't not know. like they're collecting. Well, they're not the items. only ones doing stupid shit like this. Like there are a lot of comp bigger companies, Hasbro's doing stupid shit like this. I mean, as uh, we talked about way back when, um, Hero Quest was a you know limited release thing they were doing. Yep. And then also with some other toys, they're like, oh, you know, hey, look, we're announcing this cool toy. Yeah, it's sold out within an hour. Literally, I, it came up like, I want to say Thursday or something. They dropped it at, uh, it was an hour and a half, two something. I'm checking it while I'm sitting there waiting for my, you know, 15 minute waiting period for my COVID shot. And it's sold out. I'm like ordering on my phone and it's sold out within an hour and a half. And it's And it's not like it's something where... They're making a certain amount, and they want people to pre-order it, and then they plan to make it more of it well, they later. Will, but they make a lesser version of it. Like, luckily, I found it online. Um, I'll give a shout-out because they had it. Big Bad Toy Store. One of the YouTube channels I follow, mostly for Transformers, not G.I. Joe, as funny as that is, <laughs> gets his stuff from there and, and hypes them up. Uh, I don't know if he's actually sponsored, but he gets most of his stuff there. Uh, I checked. They had it, so I was super happy, you know, because it's Snake Eyes with Timber. Because the only thing better than having regular Snake Eyes is Snake Eyes with his pet wolf, because that's badass. <laughs> uh, bet that the pet Shea wolf is going to be... Yes. Bet that the wolf's going to be in the movie? Um, No, shouldn't be in the movie. Okay. Just Snake, Eyes, Snake Eyes is the origin story. And I'm, I'm still 50-50 on whether this movie's going to be terrible or good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll ask. So, the first G.I. Joe movie is okay. It's got some good parts. It's got some bad parts. The second one, much better, but didn't hit well enough. Yeah. In fact, the only bad part in the second one is Bruce Willis. It's a powerful statement, but I'm, I'm standing by it. He's the worst <laughs> part of that movie. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, but I'm very disappointed by big companies making limited shit. You know, the next thing you know, you're going to have... I mean, well, also they did... You know, they're doing Warhammer Plus for GW, which might have limited models available through it. Like, yeah, fuck you. 
You guys are going back down that path you went back years ago. I can eject just as quickly. You know, no, I, I, I wouldn't have a, a problem. I don't even need to sell my stuff. I could just be like, fuck it. I don't care. Hey, kid, here's some Death Watch. Enjoy. <laughs> the, the one thing that, I, that was interesting is I don't mind if they have limited sculpts, but limited model with special rules is, is, is an issue. That's a whole uh, different thing, yeah. Yeah, because like, like Privateer Press has their mini crate models, which yep. are just... Just the right way to do it. I mean, yeah, just I, alternate I sculpts. I about Privateer Press too often. Yeah, Min, you know, alternate sculpts, same rules. Mm-hmm. GW is going the way of new model, limited release, new rules, and you can only get, luckily, five, maybe five in a store. Well, plus they have all those birthday models only available at the GW store nearby. I mean, there's not a lot of GW stores around the world. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. And then, like, the uh, they had that uh, Catechin Sergeant. Mm-hmm. Power Fist and all. It was super awesome. Like, that guy's great. I, I you know, With that and a couple of other characters they put out, I could make a Catechin army. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. They gave it away some limited way, and then it cost me 100 bucks to get it. Fuck that. Yeah, because the resales on them is pretty high. Oh, that's cool. I said Burn Puck. Those are cool models. I mean, I, I, I wish they... In the past, you could do that because the resale market wasn't what it was. It was people just bought one like, oh, I got two because I was able to get two. I paid 25 Why don't you pay me like 35 for it? Okay, cool. Now it's like, oh, no, that's going for, you know, $100 in the secondary market, so I want 110 Alright. You ain't getting it for me. <laughs> Someone did that with the Transformers TCG. They had the San Diego Comic-Con packs. I'm like, oh, cool. Two of them. I can get one for myself and one for my buddy as a birthday present. And then they're like, oh, I didn't realize what they were worth. So uh, after you've already won the auction and paid for it, I'm going to ask you for a lot more money. And I'm like, ha, 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 go fuck yourself. You just strike on, e- on eBay and uh, give them the money back. Yeah. So that's why I, I don't understand that. Um, and I, I, Kathy, you know, I was going, thinking about what you said. Is it like, are they afraid they're not going to sell it? Or the, is like plastic a problem? Or is, I've never seen a starter box left out. You know, a, a massive amount of starter boxes left out. Well, it's also for a release. There's no reason to have a limited starter box for a release. You want Correct. people to get into new armies. That's why it's called the starter box, so that people can get into the game for the first time and they have something to start with. Correct. I mean, that's always how it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't understand it. Maybe they're just like, oh, we only want to spend X amount of dollars on this. So we can get X amount of dollars back. And so we're only going to do X amount of product. I don't yeah. understand that. So. That doesn't grow the game, though. No, it doesn't. They don't need to grow that the game. Just, all, that does is, all that does is is open it up for the people who already know about it. The people who get the newsletter and stuff. Not new people. Not new people who are just discovering the game. Yeah, it's... it's it's terrible to see how it plays out. It might not be as limited as they're saying, but because uh, the uh, mini stomp did not think he was going to have a problem getting enough copies for everyone who asked for a pre-order, myself included. Um, and, but uh, Jay from Discount Games sounded a lot more like it might be a problem. I'll have to ask Carl because, like, metagames, they, they always have... <clears throat> they'll get 50, 60 copies, you know, type thing because they're always... Everybody buys it. And if uh, they can't, it's going to be interesting because you want to sell that not only because the stores want to sell it and make a profit, make some money on it, but it always sells. 
there, I don't think I've ever seen a starter set, a GW starter set, not sell like that big. It's actually with new rules and new models that you can't yeah. get anywhere else. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of wondering about. The only one that might have is Assault on Black Reach, way back in the way from 40k. Only sold as many as it is because it had that full version of the rule book that was digest sized. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The models yeah. people were just impressed with because it was the first foray back to. Uh, that was snapped simple, together, uh, right? Yeah, snapped together simple models were, from yeah. fully posable space marines and orcs. Everyone's like, oh, I don't know about those models. I remember those. Those were great. Well, that well, also it had the deaf copters, which you couldn't get anywhere else. And I don't think I have anywhere, but I had like a lot. Because when we had to throw stuff out at, uh, before we moved, we had a bunch of sets of Black Reach that we had kept because people needed this part or that part. And we we're not going to send them a whole new Black Reach for a part. We sent them the part they needed. It's funny how once that word got around, uh, the correction orders for Black Reach went down a ton. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, GW is riding on a high right now. They're, you know, number one. Everybody buys all their stuff. They did amazing during the pandemic um, type thing. And I'm just, I don't understand limiting that. No. If there's a reason they don't have anyone in public <clears throat> relations to tell people, and I mean... The stores don't want to push people off of GW because those guys spend money. Yeah. So there's no there's no reason for them to shit talk GW. It's the online guys that GW has been fighting with for decades now that are uh, since the advent of online that are the only ones that they uh, that speak up against it. So so there you go. You got uh, Age of Sigmar Third Edition, which may be improved but still has double turn, so it's not gonna be that good. And then limited box set. Good luck. <laughs> um kathy you did have some cool news um and we had this individual on our show uh to talk about his new game and they're actually supposedly doing something really cool for warfare weekend and it's orcs uh, i'm gonna go and put the link up one of the links to the model you were talking about the new uh conquest orcs. oh yeah yeah um i wanted to show these off because these are actually really interesting now conquest we had on here and I'm going to do the Raptor Riders also because they're legit. The rap oh, yeah, the, the Raptor Riders are magnificent. Um, so Conquest is a really cool game. Uh, John was on here when we did that because we were talking about rules and such with it. Uh -huh. um, and I like it. I think it's a great game. The miniatures are amazing because they're actually much larger scale than uh, a lot of things out there. Um, they're really good models, too. Um, what are they? Are they 54 millimeter? Are they uh, somewhere? 38. They're... 38 millimeter. 38? Okay. They're very beefy Oh, models. I see. Scale 38 millimeter, yeah. yeah and they're ah. very beefy. No, they are. They're cool. I uh, very much like what there is. It's just, it's actually been in my local store, too. So I just got to hope somebody starts picking it up and playing it. But yeah. it'll, yeah. be, it'll be tough. But I still I've... got all the stuff around here. I've played demos of it at conventions, and it's it's a fun game. And now they have orcs. They call them the War Drone. And uh, I'm looking at the Scion of Conquest right now. I absolutely love, love, love the look of these orcs. Oh, yeah. I feel like this this is the, the ones that I would play. Yeah, they're really legit looking. They're they're big and beefy like you would expect orcs to be, but they got this jungle type theme to them, 
which, you know, with all the big feathers and everything. And they're really, really cool looking. I really like the way they look. Um, they they don't have... Uh, this is their newest army that they released. So they don't have a lot out for them right now. Uh, but in the introduction video, there was a T-Rex behind them. So I wouldn't be surprised if their monstrosity was a giant T-Rex um, type thing. And let's be honest, dinosaurs. Yeah. Orcs uh, and dinosaurs? Surprisingly, I actually really like their humans. Oh, their humans oh, are really yeah, good, too. Oh, yeah, they're really good, too. They, All they, their they models are that good. Itch of what you want to paint for, like old school empire, just not as... Yep. Exactly. Exactly. That's the word. That's, that's what I was thinking. They have, like, spear regiments and, you know, archers and... Yeah, I mean... They have cavalry, lancers. Yeah, and the guys look cool. I mean, they've got all the standard stuff. Militia and bowmen. I mean, it's, it's really kind of cool. Yeah, their their factions are really, really good. Um, the orcs are very orky, but jungled theme. Their humans are very, like, empire. Uh, empire, not as Germanic. Yeah. And the aliens are just... The spires? Just, just, are just yeah. weird. I weird love the spires. Completely alien. Uh, I I like those too. Vat grown. Because they're grown as clones. Uh, their Nords are really good too, which are their barbarian type race. I had not uh, seen those yet. Uh, they're very they're very they good. On, we uh, interviewed them. I think they were on the horizon. Yeah, they were just coming out whenever uh, we interviewed them. They're really good. They're very you know barbaric looking. They have um, trolls. Viking. But they look like small trolls. Yeah, they're like the squat trolls or whatever. Um, or like and, uh, Shadowrun trolls, not like troll trolls. Oh, yeah, not oh, yeah, monstrous. That's cool. And then <laughs> their dwarfs faction is pretty good, too. They've got some really good models. I have to models. say, I love that they're selling war color paints with them. Like, for $15, you can get these four paints that are the paints that they've used in their color scheme, as far as I can tell, or... I'm just um, looking at it right now. Idea. More people need to do that because people want that. Well, I know they did something with Turbo Dork. There's because... more than four. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. At least six. So metallic lead, warm gray, ochre, brown shade, olive turquoise. Um, well, like their and... wave stuff is great because they got paints in there too. That's yeah, like this cool. one. Like there's this dwarven one as the Inferno. And it's like a, a metal golem. And they use Turbo Dork uh, Turbo Shift paints. And you get the five paints plus the model. Kind of a paintbrushy, but that's smart. They get, you get, yeah, like five or six paints. Yeah, so it's their, uh, their Hundred Kingdoms Wave 2 start playing. Has a bunch of models uh, with the stands and a commander and all the command cards. And some, some dice, which is always good to add dice in there. Yeah. Then six paints and a uh, size zero brush. Well, they also got their new um, skirmish small size game coming out. Or not coming out. It is out. And it's like their first blood uh, type thing. I'm slightly interested in that. But actually, the one I was most interested in, surprisingly, is Mantix. I had the book around here. I had a chance to really peruse it. But it looked really cool. And, I mean, Which we'll talk about Mantic again in a little bit. Um the mantic one, I forget. Maybe we find the book. It's around here somewhere. Oh, they're... 
Well, it was like half price. I'm like, I'm not gonna not buy a skirmish level book for half price. <laughs> I can't remember what so, it's called, but I know what you, I know what you're like, saying. Shelf, I put it on because it's been a while. Because hey, pandemic. Sorry. <laughs> Let me check here. Hashtag Mantic Games. We'll talk about them again in a in a minute or two when we talk about train. But yeah, I, I saw those and I thought I totally forgot to tell you that because I saw it and I was like, oh yeah. Vanguard. Yeah. Kings of War Vanguards were the call. Oh yeah. And they have like some really good models they put out for it. Uh, and the book was pretty good. Like it was a high quality, it was like it's more like a digest size, maybe a little bigger than that, but it's cool. I don't know. I mean, like honestly, I like the idea of Kings of War, I just don't like the game because it's too simple. It reminds you of old, yeah, it's too simple. It reminds you of old fantasy without all the good stuff like magic items and shit. <laughs> I hate to say it, man, it's kind of rude, but what am I worried about? I'm about to be rude to them all over the place. What? <laughs> yeah, I really like the one thing I like about uh, Conquest is the models are top notch. Mm -hmm. They're very good. They're big and beefy models, and they look really cool. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is super legit. So I thought these were really good. Um, I still have my Spires. I did paint up one of them. Um, the Brute Drones, I painted one of them up uh, and used the contrast paint. Because that's when they were, that's when the contrast paints were just coming out. Yeah, uh, and those and, are creepy, too. Yeah, the Spire stuff is really, really good. I really like them. It's one I would play if. Uh, we could get enough people to do I it. I like the story behind them. Yeah. They're really good. I wish more people got into other games like this. Try to get them. Um, so, other than that. John, I am printing a bunch of terrain off. Uh, I don't know if anybody's on my Facebook page. I've been printing a ton of terrain. So, I've been doing a lot of stuff for, you know, our 40K event. And just, you know, getting extra terrain. Because we got to get 32 tables worth of terrain. Um... And you came, and of course I'm getting marble terrain, and so I'm printing that up, and John just crashed. No. Oh, well. Oh, you're bringing it, okay. I thought you crashed. Um, and so I, you, you sent this out, and you sent it to us, and you are about to go off on it. Uh, and so I was kind of curious, because it's actually a really decent price. So, it is a very good price. That is not one of the complaints I have with it. <laughs> so let me just... Turn on some extra lights. Yeah, like you might not make yeah. it bigger if you can. Because I got it all set up here on my other cam. But it looks like not much is showing up on the screen. Uh, let me uh, let me put your... I will put your camera forward. All right. Since you're going to be showing something. All right, gotcha. All right, all so right. this is the uh, Walking Dead All Out War Scenery Game Booster. You know, I saw it on Amazon when I was looking for stuff. It looked pretty cool. You know, two trucks, wrecked two cars, some fences, and some some fiddly bits. Seems great, right? Yeah, and it it wasn't expensive either. I'm like, no. The problem is, it's very very. I mean, so that's not really a problem that they're hollow inside. Whatever. Yeah. But they're very bendy. That bendy plastic, and you don't notice initially, but when you start looking, these mold lines are terrible which on the car which is mostly smooth is no big deal though it's already a little bit off so i'm gonna need to get them in the heat and you know bend them back 
two cars. Good. I like the wreck thing. They, uh, they're they a little bit smaller for comparison purposes. There's a Marvel Crisis Protocol car. There is a uh, their car. So it's a little smaller. because it's supposed Not to be too a... bad, though. No, not too bad. Um, it's actually more close to... Hold on. I got another third-party set over here. So this third-party set has got cars that are closer. It's a lot closer to this stuff than to the Marvel stuff. So, it is at least in the ballpark. Yeah, and it's not, it's not a huge difference. But, now again, this has just been sitting around, and it, apparently it's already malformed enough that it doesn't sit flat. You can fix this pretty easy, but this material is a problem. If you look, you know, you got right, some mold. Go to your right a little bit. Couldn't see it. Oh. So the mold lines, you can just see how it's bent. So that's just going to be a heat up problem. It's not a big deal. But then you get to the pickup trucks. That was what I was working on more. So on the top here, you can see this piece is separate. You glue it in. No big deal. Glues in pretty well. Actually has these two things. You don't have to glue it. It will fit in there. But uh, you can see on the windows, hopefully, where... They came off the. Uh, I had something about point screw. Well, I don't know what it is actually. You know about the little circles? Yep, the little circles. And they're indented, so you can't just shave them off. So, that's a minor problem. And then you can see here where I've been trying to clean it up. None of your normal cleaning techniques are going to work well, because is of the material. True? If you try and shave this. It, it shaves, but it ends up with this rough edge. It looks terrible. Yeah, I'm not sure it's same look with, uh, with bones material. I yep. I can't clean mold lines off of it, so... Well, you can, but you have to cut them off, and you have to be really careful. And this yeah. thing's got a lot of mold lines. I mean, you see, I tried some stuff here. Actually, on the second one, I even tried a bunch of various Dremel tools on it before I put it together. Varying degrees of success. I'm not sure how it's going to look after priming and everything. So, it's cheap, but it's cheap. <laughs> cheap like uh, Green Army Man cheap? I mean, I don't remember how much this box set was, but it was not expensive. See, like, it shaves off pretty well, but it was like that's a lot of work for something like this, where literally, you, if you were scraping, it would take you a quarter of the time, but you can't do that because of the material. What worries me is they do uh, terrain crate as, like, one of their things. If the terrain is like this, I'm really glad I didn't get it, because the price is good, but <clears throat> the quality is not there. What about the other pieces, like the barricades and all, all right. that stuff in there? Barricades, they don't really bend, so pretty good. This stuff, like, I didn't see a lot of mold lines on this. They're a lot simpler. The truck was the biggest mold line problem, a little bit in the car, because it's got a lot of edges and stuff. You know, where the mirrors are, it gets a little rough. The back is a little rough. It's going to take a bit of work to get done. But I also may not be the best person to look at this, since rumor has it I'm a little extra on the train bits. Hmm. Hashtag still painting that fucking fuel truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, look, actually, technically it's done. I need to seal it. I'll seal the Just side. Because you it. want it to be pretty doesn't mean you're extra. She made the explosive symbol on there. I love it. <laughs> I love it. No, no, I mean, it's cool. But 
Yeah, so this is the this bit's like no complaints. These are pretty good. Like even this one is a bit hollow. Feels stable. It's just the cars. They could have used some sort of support inside to keep them from Warping. bending. Um, in fact, this might be one if you've got that foam you can spray in. Might be worth spraying the getting it in the right shape, spraying oh, yeah. the foam in just to keep it in that shape, just in case. But so it's got uh, it's like a couple different walls. I think it's a uh, boom, boom, two different, three different types of walls, two of each. You know, this one just looks like little barricades and stuff. You know, the kind of stuff you'd see in the country. So it gave me the idea I want to make a country themed table. They've actually got some stuff on their website. Like I'm not saying don't buy this stuff, because honestly. The price is right. Yeah, it was it's thirty bucks price. on their website. Is what I, I yeah, went and looked it up. Thirty bucks. It's not bad for this kind of terrain. Four vehicles, six fences, and then all this little scatter terrain stuff. That's real. It's hollow too, but again, it's pretty solid. It doesn't look really too hard to clean up. Most of the stuff on the bottom. This one's gonna be a little rough just because it's got bits hanging off the bottom, but it should still be relatively easy. And it's got a good theme if you like that theme. If you want to play on. Like, it'll even work for, like, a GW board. If you're like, oh, we're defending some, you know, outpost world that technology, not so much. So, yeah, I mean, it's got a good terrain. I mean... Some of it could easily be orky terrain, too. I mean, it's got a good amount of terrain. This is all 30 bucks a terrain. So, like, no complaints about the quantity and the quality a little bit. This stuff all perfectly fine. These two, a little bendy. This one's going to take a lot of work. This one, a little less so. But, I mean, look at that. Come on. Like, I know it's cheap, but, like, literally three supports in this would have made all the difference. Yeah, and they could have just been, just even have been up here and here, and, like, a couple through here would have been great. So I'll have to bend those back. Luckily, I bought a hairdryer for this, that sort of thing. And then the trucks are a bit more stable. And then you put the piece in here, but the mold lines of them is a little much. And then I didn't really, was not really a fan of these little circles in the windows. So you could probably clean them off. I'd actually suggest uh, green stuff, liquid green stuff, if you still have that, squadron putty. Just a little bit, just smooth it out however you can. Uh, like I said, anything I tried with a Dremel would either do nothing at all or way too fucking much. So there you go. There's your... So not bad, just a little subpar on the, the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, again, for the price, not horrific. Overall, uh, I would not say it's an excessive bargain. I would say you are getting what you pay for. I don't really think you're getting much more, but you're definitely not getting less. I mean, <laughs> I bought a bunch of stuff. I mean, the other set I had, um, I don't know, did I show that off? No. Well, so not turn that off, then. Hold on. You're going to move it back over. Luckily. So this is third-party Marvel superhero stuff. Now, this is all hollow inside, but they got a bottom on it. And it's all... Let's hold it there, where you guys can see it. Yeah. It's all based off of what they made, but a little different. This is the ba same basic bit as the uh, daily... Uh, Bugle. I wanted to call it Daily Planet. Wrong game system. <laughs> Bugle, but they put a pizza sign here that's smaller and made it look like a pizza window, so it looks distinctly different. And then they have a second one where the whole thing's different for their newsstand. 
or the doors over here and all. So I mean, they did some stuff, extra bits, you know, bricks underneath the underneath there, make it look like it's in a rough neighborhood. Then uh, dumpsters, two of these, just dumpsters. They're cool. Again, based off what they put in the Marvel Crisis Protocol box. Um, and then other standard stuff. They got stoplights and light poles, just like in the Marvel stuff, just distinctly different. And then... Oh, one of the mirrors came off this car. That's not bueno. It'll be okay. It happens. Yeah. Trash it's in a rough neighborhood. And then the, uh, the cars, which I like the, the way they look. But they're all obviously three three D printed. There's a lot of, uh, you know, they're they're resin printed. Yeah, but they were smart. Not only do they advertise their stuff. Hey, we three D printed this stuff. This is how what you should use to prime it. Gotcha. Oh, cool. Oh, Banyan lives. Hi, Banyan. So it tells you no primer paint painted. You can see the texture, but if you primed and painted with the, they say, Rust-Oleum two-in-one filler and sandable primer. Mm -hmm. uh, Buddy Marshall says that engine primer will also work if you have that. In case you're yeah, it's up. thick primer. Yeah, so they're cool. You know, I'm very pleased with them. Oh, actually, I think that mirror might be a weak point since both cars looks like they've lost that mirror. Honestly, it might be something to just take off both all the cars just because. Why fuck around with it, right? <laughs> in fact, I probably will, but... How much know? was that set? Do you remember? Um, you're going to make me look for it. Um, it was, I bought it a while ago. It took so long to get there that both myself and the company gave up on it. <laughs> <laughs> so they sent me one by UPS because mail took forever. And then the mail one showed up. Uh -huh. <clears throat> so I have two sets. I'm going to give the extra set to my buddy Marshall for... Uh, you know, just so he has more terrain since he's our main source of play. Uh, give me a second, at least a camera backup so Gonzo can go back to normal. Da, 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 da. Face. Wrong face. Sorry. Oh, you guys can't tell until I second. Oh, boom. They got correct face. All right. Let me find your price. I want to say it was in the ballpark of 50. That's not bad. Oh, again, not bad. I, uh, you know, it's one of those where I'm like, I don't want to say you're not getting what you paid for, but you're not getting a lot more than what you paid for. Well, the buildings, do they, do they feel like they glued those buildings together or was it one solid yeah, print? Solid piece. Actually, it's 40 bucks. Sorry. Was the, was it done with resin or, uh, FDM? Uh, feels like probably resin. See if it says under the description here. Reprinted eco It says plastic, but that resin's a plastic. But no, it like I said, quality, solid, understandable because it's a 3D print. You know, they yeah. they they don't even pretend to say it's not 3D printed. It, the description's Metro City set 3D printed tabletop RPG scenery and war game train for 40 millimeter miniatures. Like they totally sell it the way. And the thing is, is that that terrain, that that package is equivalent of one table's worth of marble terrain. False. I wouldn't do a table with just that. But you can. That's the thing. That is this. I, I'm going to I'm going to put this in there. You and I, I would rather have a full table terrain. 
but the terrain that they give in the starter box is what they it's say not- is a a a standard size game, and I'm like, mm, it needs more because there's too many open fields. Anything they play is played with more terrain than that. It is not yeah. true. Yeah, they, that's what they are saying. I'm like, mm, it needs a little bit more terrain. Yeah, but they do other stuff too. If you're looking for it, I mean, you can just click. You can find it. Uh, if anyone wants, message me. I'll send you the link for it. Um, I don't want to just post it willy nilly in here, but if you want it, let me know. I'll send it. Like, I'm just looking through it here, and they have, like, a uh, Citadel set, which is cool because it, it's, it looks like it'll fit well with the uh, WizKids Pathfinder Battles uh, Cemetery one that I've got two sets of for Malifaux. You know, adding some bits there. And this is where 3D printing, to get on a alt topic, is great because you can get little bits of terrain and all. Oh, that's a, one of the main reasons why I got my uh ender three was to make terrain i mean there the fdm on that is great for making terrain pieces i mean i can make really really big pieces and decent small pieces i'm not gonna make like i'm I'm gonna put a picture up um on my facebook page of where i did a fdm print of uh something i got from a company they gave me the SDLs for use for Warfare Weekend, and then I'm going to put up the one that they sent me, that their production, the FDM, and then a resin copy and show all different. Because the one that they sent me was from a mold. The one the FDM is, you know, it has all the lines on it, like a normal FDM printer would. And then the resin, you can't tell. Oh, um... Oh, shit. I'll get that in a second. Um... Remind me, Gonzo, I have a STL for crew for the Rebel uh, 1.4 FD laser. If people don't want Hoth crew, I've got something you can print for them. That'll be alternate crew. Oh, cool. I bought it for my own dudes. Uh, also, <laughs> I remember this coming up, um, but it hadn't happened yet. Uh, Ned Beatty just passed. I just got that on my phone, too. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He was yeah, 83. I'd heard that he was sick. From uh, some people this week, but you know, I always hope. Oh. Med Beatty. Cheers. Cheers. A very underrated and diverse actor. He's been in a ton of things. But So there's my uh, terrain thing. I mean, actually, I probably... I- I'm not going to show this through the small camera. But I don't remember if I showed everywhere on this, but I, I will. Oh, yeah. That that that's this is what you can do with three D printing too. Yeah, it's the that Sanctum Sanctorum. So cool. Yeah, this is gonna be the centerpiece to my main board because I mean it's huge. We got a building they can't throw. It'll be a good way to set everything up. Uh, I did finally get my mat in, so Benny and I can start playing whenever we want. Get some more buildings. This uh, this guy who makes it on Etsy actually has a bunch of stuff, so. Again, if anyone wants that link, let me know, and I'll send that link to them, too. Yeah, that looks like the building um, Corvus Terrain. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of guys who print it. That was a, that's a very good quality. I actually feel like you could prime that without the uh, fillable primer, and mm-hmm. it would look good. Yeah, use, uh, usually like the Corvus Terrain, because I have a huge box of what I use for my Marvel, and it's like building build heavy, which you could possibly use for... Maybe two and a half, maybe three tables. 
and I've got a, I got the police station, which is like that. It's two side buildings and then one building in the center, and the center is like three pieces tall, and the side buildings are two pieces tall, uh, yep. two stories, and they're they're huge. They got so many uh, cool things. Like uh, my buddy Petey, when we ordered together, um, he got Flynn's Arcade oh, from that's Tron, cool. the corner building. It's great. Like, yeah. well, like some of those, like, how do I not buy those? I just can't go all in at once. Uh, I think, honestly, we're going to end up with three tables worth, maybe two if I'm a little. Because uh, I want to make the, I'm, I'm committed to making the country table and looking at Mantic Games. Like, again, no. I have complaints about this, but it's not about the price or anything. It's still good for the price. Good. Uh, they have like a barn and some sort of rural style houses and all that you can get. And that'll be really cool. So I'm not sure we should allow the Hulk to throw houses. But I mean, it's the Hulk. If he wants to throw a house, who's going to stop him? Maybe an outhouse. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, an outhouse, a lot of people can throw. I think Spider-Man be flinging outhouses like that shit's going out of style. Yeah, that's, that's at least a size one. No, no, I think you're really underestimating. The outhouse is probably more like size two. Is it really? I mean, let's be honest. Because yeah. a, a telephone a car. size two, it's similar size to a car. I mean, yeah. Yeah. smaller, but size one's like a park bench. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, outhouse is definitely more car size. Maybe not, maybe not as big as a pickup truck, but unless it's like a two seater. Yeah, I would think the pickup truck because <laughs> the Oscorp truck is size four. It gives you some you know difference in the sizes or you can call the pickup truck size too you sort of you sort of decide that stuff based off what terrain you've got for a board you know you're like okay well pickups are gonna be size three because we've got nothing else of size three uh you know those small wall sections can be size one and then all the little tiny pieces can be size zero and spider-man can be flinging little stuff at people all day long like why on earth the hulk would be throwing an outhouse at someone i don't know because he's but... sick of your shit that's right of course <laughs> Hulk sick of your shit <laughs> but um yeah and that's something else that people need to that people when they're playing Marvel Crisis Protocol when you play you gotta set out the size of those models of the terrain mm-hmm. before you start mm-hmm. um actually they're mostly defined honestly we've never had an argument no no no, no but you should say uh is this size 3 or 4 well, yeah, so, like, when you get... Oh, agreeing on the terrain uh, yes. before you start When you get a pickup truck or a car, yeah. they're pretty similar size. So this yeah. is probably definite, like, oh, hey, pickup trucks are size 3 because there's no other size 3 on the board. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. You, you predetermine before you start going yeah. and everything and talking about the, Wait, hold know, the on. size. Do you mean we need to use the gamer social contract to define the tabletop on which we play so everyone knows what terrain is? We That's probably just need to crazy do, talk. We probably need to do a podcast on that since people are starting to play games again. We absolutely <laughs> should <laughs> write that down, write it down, put it on the list of topics because <laughs> I feel like people do need to feel like they can talk about Got you know it. how their table is before they start a game instead of you know just starting to roll dice and then whining about how oh I didn't know this, I didn't realize well, this. It's one thing if I play Banyan, because we're playing in the house. But if yeah. I go into the store and there is a random person, that we, we'll need to do the whole thing on the on the gamer social contract. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. We'll probably need to do one soon because people are starting to get back into games again. Yeah. Oh, go, Gonzo, you're in charge of topics. Write that shit down. Yeah. 
You can finally have a topic or not going to throw on us. We're going to be like, oh shit, where did this topic come from? Next week, social contract. Okay. All right, okay. there we go. Social contract for next week because people are starting to get games in at the store. And you know what's funny is I'm seeing a lot of people do backyard games. Like, oh, I'm going to invite 10 of my friends that are fully vaccinated. We're going to come over and we're going to go to my house and we're going to play games in the backyard, play games in the house and play, you know, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. You need to go to the backyard? Well, they're just some people went out like their back patio. Some I, people are in the house. I'm always saying as a joke because so Marshall's old place, um, summer was rough just because there was an air conditioning in the game room. He got a extra, uh, an extra like one of those large units to put in there to make it mm-hmm. livable. But like in the fall and spring, we could do a 16 man tournament in his house. Nice. New basement, little actually no, new basement's got plenty of room, but it'd be a little harder, but. I've actually played 40K outside. One of our poor kids got sunburned playing 40K. Explain yeah. that to the parents. <laughs> we finished a Blood Bowl game outside once when uh, the store lost power that we were playing in. We just finished it outside <laughs> with uh, people holding flashlights over it because, you know, people happened to have flashlights in their cars, apparently. Well, we, uh, we had one in Marshall's place and the power went out. And not only did it have enough lights so that we could, you know, function until it came back on, he had enough lights that we could play Malifaux until the lights came back on. Ah, ah, ah. I'm like, I, that, that's legitimately impressive, actually. Like, I can see everything. It's a little dark, but I can see everything fine. Speaking of Malifaux, I did watch uh, some game videos on a uh, game like Malifaux that I thought you probably would like. Um, and that was Moonstone. Um, I showed those models to Kathy and everything. Man, I swear if you run with this, I will fucking murder you. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love I the models for me. You were so dead. When you wake up, you'll be dead again. <laughs> I, I guess it's a sore point. Motherfucker. <laughs> Waiting for Good. Appreciate that. I hate to have to kill you. <laughs> I watched some gameplay videos of Moonstone and I thought they were really I love the miniatures, the miniatures are amazing um, uh, they're doing I'd, a Kickstarter I'd look at it, but let's be honest why do I need a game like Malifaux when I have Malifaux? Correct I just, it, it had a very different it had a very different theme like Malifaux does on game rules uh, you don't use cards and decks and stuff like that, but it was it did remind me a lot of Malifaux. Just in the the whimsical nature of it? Um, the way the combat is done and the way Dyson done and everything. Uh, nice. you, you, you kind of bid up and you bid like, oh, I'm going to use my sword technique of riposte. Well, I'm going to use my sword technique of this and you compare that off type thing. It wasn't like rolling dice to beat each other up. But the models are amazing. Because uh, the models are done by... Oh, we, we've seen these get, these models before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably have. It's just not very popular overseas. Yeah, it's, which uh, was it Goblin King Games? Yeah, it's... You've seen it, these, Kathy. You've seen these models. I oh, absolutely yeah. have. I see my European friends painting them, mostly. Yeah, it, it's bigger overseas than it is here. The guy that designed the models did the uh, artwork for Labyrinth movie. I mean, I never would have noticed that looking at these models. <laughs> 
Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. You can tell there's Actually, definitely a thing. I really like one of the trolls, and if I could get, I might get that troll. Well, they are doing a Kickstarter right now where you can get like a full faction pretty cheap. Or... I love all those ones with the, the the ones that you showed me, Gonzo, and I don't remember the names. The fawns. Of the top of my head. Yeah, the fawns. I mean, I like fawns and satyrs and stuff to begin with. I just and minotaurs i already like those those kind of monsters and to see what they did with them here uh it just it blew me away I, like the amazing. guy that uses bunny rabbits as oh god uh... the bunny rabbits <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was actually really i really like their models rules are okay it it, it 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 would be a very casual fun style game because it's kind of silly um, type thing, but it is actually, uh, I really like them. I think yeah, they're th really neat. I like the models. Um, looks interesting. I'm again, I'm not really in the market for another game. I'd more likely just buy it because I like some of the models and I'd like to put yeah. them in my Age of Sigmar army. Should I play Age of Sigmar? I would like them just to have, I, I don't know if I would ever play it because it's like, it's not a very popular game over here. It's very, it's pretty popular overseas. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the models are legit. The rules are kind of fun. Oh, Legionnaires, I'm not surprised. The models are very much a taste. Personal thing. If it's your taste, you like them. If they're not your yeah. taste, you don't like them. Yeah. It's like John Blanche. Some people love John Blanche. Some people are like, I mean, you. Okay. You got Doug the Pug. <laughs> it's a guy riding a pug into battle. <laughs> so, I mean. What's not to love? Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Like I said, it's it, it's an aesthetic thing. If you don't like the models, they've got some... The, the fawns are really cool. The uh, fairies are extremely gorgeous uh, type thing. <clears throat> I just saw that, and it, it reminded me of Malifaux and something that you would like the, the play style of because it the rules can get kind of crunchy but it's more like it's a new style of play mm. type thing. fair enough just reminded me while i was watching it don't know alchemy don't know that one alchemy well i was going to do some painting familiar, but we just got talking and just going off on stuff it. i mean so, it happens sometimes we have content I mean, sometimes we yeah, have a lot of good content crazy, right i'll be right back <laughs> Well, John's going to go pee. Let's talk about what's going to be happening on the stream. Not only, you know, everything else, but don't forget, Kathy will be streaming Tuesday through Thursday painting. Uh, what are you working on this week, Kathy? I am going to be putting color on these four models that in the last week I was doing an underpainting, which is basically uh, a value study, mm -hmm. uh, blocking in the, the lights and the darks on these models. And that's just a preparation for putting some translucent colors over them and working with those values that I've already established. It, and this is the thing I used to do like five years ago. And as, as my painting evolved, I would, uh, I would do a value study a little differently and it took less time. <laughs> I decided I would go back to doing it this way because Facebook reminded me you know, it, it did. I had a Facebook memory that said, "Oh, look at how you were doing this back, back then. then." And now I have echo. How did that happen? 
John. John, John your mic is echoing. Nah, it's actually technically Gonzo's fault then. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. camera or something. Well, because I just muted my mic and unmuted it. It shouldn't change anything. Yeah, it's Gonzo's fault. What? <laughs> Anyways, so I have decided that there's reason why there's reason why I evolved my painting from this way that I'm doing it to my current way. And it's because this way is a pain in the ass and it takes way too long. And that is why I evolved to a different way, a faster way that gets almost the same results. So it, this was an experiment. It was kind of a, a throwback sort of experiment. And yeah, it takes way longer. <laughs> but it's worth it to remind myself, you know, how I used to do something, there's a reason why I evolved from that to a new way of doing things. Anyways, so this week I'll be putting color on these models, and I am looking forward to that part of it because that's the most fun part. What, what models are they? They are uh, three Reaper models and one that is uh, 3D printed from I don't know where. Because... Hey, because they're not mine, they were sent to me. They're a commission oh, gotcha. thing that I'm doing. Comic uh, Scotty Pie. That's a name I've not heard in a hey, long time. Scotty. <laughs> and Misco. Misco's here with hugs. And apparently, Skype had changed my settings, which is why my camera is all white out. Now it looks all normal because yeah. I... I knew you punch it? Skype was just fucking you. with you. I can't punch Skype. It's not possible. If it were possible <laughs> to punch Skype, I would punch Skype. I'm, I'm going to get you like... A pillow that has the word Skype on it, just so you can beat the crap out of it. <laughs> Don't do that. I have a knife. This will end quickly. Disco <laughs> says hydrate, you Muppets. Cheers. Um, and then you're going to. Be, what are you going to be reading on Friday? Well, I did not finish. A Princess of Mars in the two hours last Friday that I was streaming. So I will be continuing that with, I think, Chapter 7. Awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a lot of fun. It's uh, the beginning part where he's in the, in the Arizona desert being chased by Apaches and all of the horrible racial slurs that he casts at them was terrible. Yes. Um, Did you read those out loud? Just curious. But once he gets to Mars, yeah, I did. And I hated myself for it, quite frankly. Um, once he gets to Mars, it's, it's, it just moves along better. Uh -huh. But that Absolutely. first part is terribly awkward, no matter who you are. I was just kind of curious because, I mean, there's some of the books, like, uh, whenever I did my 24-hour stream, I read from a book and there was a scene in there. And I was like, I was like, I, I know what it is because I've read the book already and just coming up to it, I'm like... See, uh, I didn't read it beforehand. And now, there were things I was able to just skip over. 
you know, like like adjectives and stuff where I could just skip over that and it doesn't detract anything from anything, right? Yeah, book, yeah. Um, so I did do that, and I did that with the Conan books, too. I had to do that uh, a bunch of times in, on certain Conan books because I was, I was like, there is no fucking way I'm saying that out loud. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Let's go to uh, our media section because I well, have like 75 things and John, you have probably have six and Cassie probably has a whopping five. Well, before we get into that, uh, I will be streaming uh, tomorrow oh, night, seven to 10 for Monday Night Mech Warrior, yep. probably featuring the Filthy Casuals of Quick Play. Uh, and then Tuesday, I will be doing Striker Life Day 22. I may stream Wednesday too for Day 23 because I'm going to miss another day the week after. I'm going out to dinner. What? And then Thursday will be day, definitely day 23 or day 24 if I streamed Wednesday. Then I'm off Friday, so I'll probably do Friday night, and I might do an earlier one Friday as well. And then, of course, Sunday morning Mech Warrior is always a go-to 9 a.m. to noon. And if I'm feeling wild and crazy, I might do Saturday as well. Sorry. Beer. So there you go. John, how many do you have? Two. Two? Kathy, how many do you have? Um, well, I, I mean, don't at least remember. One. I don't remember what I did last weekend. But, I've, yeah, I have at least one. Okay. Um, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. What you don't <laughs> have is a life. <laughs> or I do a lot of things while I'm watching TV. <laughs> That's true, and I can't do that. Nope. I cannot have the TV going and get other things done because my my vision just goes right to the TV, and I always get distracted and absorbed in what I'm in what's on. It doesn't matter if I've seen it like 20 times. There are there certain was... things I've seen enough times that I can I can watch it while I'm doing something, but it is few and far between. Yeah. Like, if it's Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I've seen that, like, 150 times, I will still get absorbed into it. I cannot look away. Well, there were two of my things that I got absorbed into that I actually was zoned in, so there was that. Um, I'm going to go with just some simple, quick and easy. I finally finished the Viking series, which was on the History Channel and stuff. I I really liked the Viking series. The last season was pretty... History Channel. Yeah, yeah, the History Channel. Um... I really liked, and I actually did look up to see, like, okay, that person really didn't die like that. This is how they actually died type thing. But as an entertainment episode, yes, I liked it. Uh, so I won't deal on that. But since that one came up, I did watch Loki this week. Uh, John, yeah, did you watch Loki? That's my number two. All right. So let's go. We can do that one together. Um, no spoilers, of course, because uh, people are still watching it. I don't think you can really spoil the first episode of Loki. But, it is entire setup. That's all set up. Yeah, it, it is all set up. Uh, but I will tell you this much. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I uh, liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I don't think it's as good as the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I, I did like how they got Loki to the point he needs to be at for it to continue. And I liked Owen Wilson. It, it was yes. good. I enjoyed it a lot. I liked the characters. I liked um, the time people, and I like all this stuff, and I like how everything 
Loki's go Loki's going through some crisis. <laughs> yes. In this, and I really like it. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a ton of great memes out of this now, but yeah, it, it's 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 a good show. I'm looking forward to the next episodes. Um, if it goes to be a limited series like uh, One Division, because One Division is not getting a season two, I'm okay with that. Don't have a problem. But it'll probably be a way that they bring Loki back into the MCU. Yeah. In my opinion. We'll see. I mean, I think they're setting up for a bigger game with that. But, because uh, originally they were supposed to be in reverse order, I heard. I heard it was supposed to be Loki, then Falcon, Winter Soldier, then WandaVision. But they oh. switched it because of COVID and it was easier to do it that way, apparently. Hmm. Well, I know that uh, they did say that they weren't doing uh, another season of WandaVision, so... Yeah, I mean that's that story's done, and that's good. You you yeah. can have a story that's just done. Uh, but yeah, very enjoyed it. I don't want to rate it yet, but uh, enjoyable. You should watch it. Yeah, I would. I would say, being the occasionally critical person I am, I would think based on everyone else's reaction, I think it's overrated. But, you know, there's plenty of time to tell. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it even more. Uh, I think the characters are really good, too. Um, Kathy, you want to go with yours? I've been watching Space 1999, (laughs) which I think started in 1974. And, wow, did they ever have a great vision for what the future (laughs) would look like about uh, 25 years in the future? Yeah, let's just store all our nuclear waste on uh, on the on moon. The moon. That Nothing can't end for bad least. could ever happen with that. They uh, really were obsessed with radiation, this and radiation that, yep. and how it would mutate things like, like you know, creating Godzilla, basically. Well. Well, let's be honest. Uh, it's funny because that was made. If it was made, in, if it started in 1974, I mean, something else started in 1974. Uh, <laughs> they they don't even know yet. They're still in all the the happy-go-lucky era of the atomic age. Uh-huh. More on that later. <laughs> uh, but no, I I, I watched the first episode like a year ago, and I mean, its first episode's really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, and you say, of course, it continues that quality through the first, what did you say you watched? 15 episodes? 15 episodes. And like, is it cheesy? Fuck yes. Of course it is. But you know me. I like the cheesy stuff. Uh, and I've really enjoyed it. I like, it's like, just after, you know, Star Trek original series, which I loved. And there are things about it that are better than Star Trek original series. And then there are things about it that are worse than Star Trek original series. But I mean, obviously that's, you can do that comparison contrast with any sci-fi show. Oh yeah. Uh, I liked Martin Landau as the, the guy in charge of moon base alpha. I love that it's a moon base. I love that the moon, like, all I could think was Thundar the Barbarian. Like, a comet has gone between the Earth and the moon. Well, no. hold on. Actually, so here's the funny thing. If you remake Space 1999, you've got to have a comet come between the Earth and the moon and have the moon swing out of orbit. So that way you get two franchises in one. 
right? <laughs> Honestly, if the moon leaves orbit in the way that it did, you still could result in a Thundar the Barbarian kind of world because the moon going out of orbit is incredibly disruptive and you would have all kinds of horrible geological catastrophes. <laughs> yep. So it would be no still bueno. end up with Thundar, Ariel, and Ukla. I should rewatch that. Where can you watch? Hold on. You continue on with yours. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you give it so far, Kathy? Uh, two space herpes, but I love the hell out of it. And it's on Amazon Prime right now. Or is it uh, on Amazon with IMDb? Space 1999 cookie. I'm watching it for the first time ever. I'm 15 episodes in. Still in the first season. Um, I watched, is everybody there? Yeah, we're here. Oh, Are my, you here? my connection. Yeah, my connection was going out. Uh, it's connection messed up. Um, so I watched something on Netflix recently called Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth is based off of a comic, uh, about something happens to the world population and people are born hybrid. Half animal, half human. And, of course, we know that that's never going to, you know, go well for the hybrid people. And I binge-watched the entire season that day. Um, I watched the entire thing. I love the shit out of this. I love the atmosphere. I love the acting. I love the characters. This was a great, great TV series. Um, I'm hoping it gets another season um, because it was well done well enough and the special effects, the makeup and everything was really good. It had some really good feel-good moments, some really good oh-shit moments. Um, it is post-apocalyptic uh, because a pandemic happens and then when the pandemic happens, kids are starting to be born hybrid. Um, and so... You can't, there, there is some spoilers about why this is all happening, but it is done really well and really neat. Um, they do do flashbacks back and forth between, you know, today's and the past. Um, you said doo-doo. Doo-doo. I do-do all the time. <laughs> but it is really, really good. Uh, I really like it a lot. I'm going to give it zero space RPs right now. Um, I hope they get a second season. I want more of the show. I can't wait to see more of it. John, what's yours? Uh, well, as I alluded to, first off, bad news. There's nowhere to stream Thunder the Barbarian. There's some websites, but they seem <laughs> sketchy. Ah. <laughs> so be very careful. Might be on YouTube. Check your YouTube. They have a lot of stuff there. You can buy it on Amazon, but I'm cheap. <laughs> anyways uh i watched uh when i got done uh sunday we weren't on so i went to a buddy's birthday part birthday dinner and then when i got home i was looking for something to do and i uh started watching chernobyl on hbo max oh yeah me and you talked about this yeah chernobyl <laughs> is uh it's really good i'm here to yeah. tell you so uh back in the old gw customer service days uh between calls you could do whatever the hell you want as long as emails were caught up and everything 
because you had to be there into the phone. So I did a lot of research on Chernobyl, found some stuff, a lot of fact checking back and forth. So I know more than the average person on Chernobyl. And uh, this is a good series. Damn. Uh, I will warn anyone who is a little squeamish on certain things. They're episode four. Um, they send people out to shoot pets that are left behind. And it's fucking, it's rough. It's brutal. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, oof. I had to fast forward a couple times to those just a little bit. Um, there's some stuff there and, you know, in a longer series, they would have made a bigger point of it. I'm glad they didn't, but, uh, just sort of show what, what has to go in there. I mean, they, they did a lot of extra stuff in there that almost seemed unnecessary, but it definitely drives home just how terrible the whole thing was. If, you know, all the firemen dying and everything wasn't enough. Correct. I'm not going to call that a spoiler. The trouble was in the fucking eighties for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Um, but it's very good because they they lay it all out. It is a little bit dramatized, of course, but they do a great job uh, throughout it. The end, they explain what happened very well. Um, you know, it's the wrap up you want framed in the show, which is great. Um, and then, of course, they end it with the standard: "This is what happened to all the people in real life." Um, just so you could know what really there. And they even explained that one of the characters they put in is an amalgam of a lot of characters just to keep it from being, you know, too many characters. It's already got a bunch of characters. But early on, it plays off like like a horror movie. It feels like a horror suspense movie, you know? You don't know who's going to die, who's not going to die. I mean, it's really suspenseful, very good. And, I mean... Uh, Alexander Skarsgård and the other lead are fucking amazing in it. I'll be honest. And uh, I enjoyed the crap out of it, even if it was a tough watch at points. Uh, easily zero space herpes for me. Uh, they couldn't survive the radiation. Oh. It was... I'll agree with you. It was pretty much... It was like a horror movie. And because the, the bad thing is that it was based... You know, it, it was something that happened. This wasn't like, you know, a post-apocalyptic, oh, shit thing. This is... <clears throat> but this really happened. happened. Well, that's why I said, you know, back in the 70s, like, oh, well, they were all in the happy age of atomic, you know, energy, not the, oh, shit, this shit can happen. And they also, I mean, they, they spelled out perfectly how, look, you know, this shouldn't have happened, but everything came together for this exact shit to happen. Yeah. It was incompetence piled upon incompetence piled upon incompetence piled upon being cheap. Yep. And they will, uh, they explain it all in there. I suggest it heartily. I don't blow through anything quickly. I watched the whole thing since Sunday. All five episodes, hour plus long since Sunday. Yeah. With all the streaming and everything else I do. So, I mean, take that for what you will. And I love that HBO and all these uh, places uh, are doing these miniseries because this, as a movie, you know, it would be a four plus hour long movie. You can't do yeah. that anymore. It's better as a miniseries in HBO and all. So. Um, uh, Gonzo, Kathy. I watched. Let me get, I'll give this one because this one was really good. I watched Bridgerton uh, Netflix show. Uh, Bridgerton is a 
fictional story set in London in 1813, where uh, socialites and everything are grooming and getting, you know, people ready for, you know, marriage and, you know, proposals and stuff like that. Um, I didn't know if I was going to be into this, but I like the time period and I like the costumes and everything. I really, really liked this series. Uh, I like this series a lot. Um, they have a, and it actually introduced me to a new band uh, because there's a band called uh, Vitamin String Quartet and, or Vitamin String Orchestra, I think is what it is. I can't, or Quartet, I can't remember off the top of my head. But they take pop and rock songs and put it to string instruments. And like some of the songs they played during it, like they did uh, Bad Guy, um, what else? Um, a couple of other uh, songs in uh, using the, the string quartet, which was really neat. Uh, of course, it is a work of fiction, uh, but it's based on the reality of things that happen. You know, women getting themselves, you know, ready to be married and the social light scene and everything. Vitamin string quartet. There we yeah. go. Um, they're really good, by the way. Uh, I've, I've downloaded quite a few of their albums. Um, yeah, no, no spoilers still, because I know someone's still watching it. Um, it, it it's, it's a work of fiction, because, like, the Queen is African-American, uh, you know, all this other stuff, you know. But it's a very diverse cast. Uh, it is based off a book series. Um, I love the costuming. I love the story. I love everything. I think it is very solid. I can't wait. It's one of my two best things I've watched since I've been on summer break. Uh, I can't wait for season two. I love the cast of characters. I love the actors. They've done really good work. Um, I'm giving it a zero space RPs also uh, because, I mean, if it's not your thing, don't worry about it. But, I mean, if you like kind of like political intrigue based in the London scene with cool clothes and cool music. What's it called again? Bridgerton. I think you would like it, okay. Kathy. I think you, you would what? probably like that. Not that this is like Kathy's thing at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Kathy would like it a lot. Uh, it, it's pretty good. Um, listening to modern music played with violins and everything uh, is really, really good. I liked it a lot. Cool. Uh, I didn't want to say, if anyone's got anything, uh, HBO Max or Amazon Prime that I should be watching, start throwing them at me. I'm going to try to start watching more stuff before I go to bed rather than just YouTube because, you know. Did you ever watch, um, what was that HBO show, TV series that had two seasons? Doom Patrol. Did you ever watch Doom Patrol? No, I have standards. Oh, okay. Huh? <laughs> I like the Doom no, Patrol. I don't really want to watch any of the DC stuff because, I mean, I'm a comics fan, so they're just going to piss me off. Invincible? Um... I've heard hit or miss on Invincible, Commander. It's one of my buddies who's a huge, huge, super fan of the comic. Basically, shit all over it, and was super pissed. I liked it, but I don't think it's your cup of tea. It kind of goes off of the uh, uh, the boys. <laughs> so it's funny, actually. Me and my other were talking about that Wednesday. How that genre pretty much, I mean, it's becoming a fucking meme. Yeah. And well, I mean, it's also somewhere? not my genre because I don't like that style of it. Like, Correct. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. I liked Invincible a lot. I thought it was a lot of good fun. I enjoyed it a lot, so I can go with it, even more of it. 
I mean, The Boys is on my list. I probably won't watch it. Invincible's on my list. I'm a little more likely to watch that. I hear it's not quite as bad as The Boys. No, no, it's not. It's just, I'm not a fan of the dark superhero thing. I think, honestly, when that genre was created with Watchmen, it peaked. And I think we're just chasing it since. Not everything uh, has to be grim dark. No, and it's not. It's not grim. This isn't grim. Uh, and this wasn't grim dark. It's very violent. Very, very violent. Very bloody. But it was I good. Know, I don't know. Based on the memes, I think there's a couple points that are grim dark. Just based yeah, off the memes. But not as bad. Not not like the boys. Um, Kathy, what was your other one that you had? I didn't have another one. Okay. John, what you got? That is? <laughs> my, other, my other one was Loki. Oh. Okay, so I guess I gotta go with the rest of For mine. For Christ's sakes, I watched six hours of uh, t- of uh, stuff in the past week. What do I you want from me? I watched 15 episodes of Space 1999. Yeah, that's 15 times 40 minutes each. Do that math, sir. It's a lot of minutes. <laughs> Um, so I watched uh, Disney Plus uh, Raya the Last Dragon is now on there for free. Okay, uh, you that's on my list. list. Um, I watched it. It was okay. That was on my list too. It's just okay, so I won't spoil any of it. Um, <clears throat> it's just all right. There's my not and really her good. Kids really liked it. Yeah, it's not that great of a, a Disney show. Um, no music in it at all. Uh, if you thing. didn't like it, then I should be. Uh, I definitely okay. need to watch it. Uh, it's not that I didn't like it. It just didn't. It just wasn't a great Disney show. <laughs> I am not a Disney person. Man, I don't. Kathy, that was brutal. Oh my god! Just, <laughs> bam! Kathy with the throat punch. Jesus. Um. It was just all right. It was more about a two and a half space herpes type thing. I it I, it it didn't flow right. It didn't feel right. It was just a meh. Better than a throat punch, yeah. <laughs> but I just don't think it was that great. Oh, that's fair. I mean, Sorry. I, I just. It's, everything's not for everyone. That's why we've got yeah, so many. That is so true. It is on my list, especially since my cousin said that she and her kids really liked it. And so I, that just reinforced that I want to watch it. Plus there's a dragon in it. Yeah. My, uh, my one, uh, my one CSP who's, uh, he said he watched it with his daughters and he very much enjoyed it. Gave it good marks. So that's cool. Yeah. It, to me, it was just a man. It was definitely not, a, it didn't feel like a Disney film. It it was just there. I mean, I was just like, eh, okay. I could have lived without watching it. So I give it like my two and a half space herpes type thing. Um, I think I, I watched play, anything else. I didn't, though. I did play uh, two games. I finished Titanfall 2, finally. Um, dog's going nuts in the hallway wrestling. Um, and I enjoyed it. Um, for anybody that, you know, I think it was really, really fun. I can see why people are goo goo gaga over it. Um, I uh, can't give it really a rating because I don't, I'm not, it, there's a big fan base behind it. And I think it's just okay. It was just all right. Uh, it was just a good, a decent shooter, uh, with some cool mechanics. 
Um, but I did pick up the new Ratchet and Clank that came out Friday. Um, and I got the PS5 version. And oh my god, is this game gorgeous. You can definitely not see the change from uh, cutscene to gameplay. It is completely so smooth, and the graphics are so good. Um, there are people that are taking, you know, pictures of the game because you have the photo booth type thing with it, and you can really get some really good shots. And like, you're getting individual hairs on these models and such. It is an unbelievably gorgeous, gorgeous game. Uh, definitely pushes the PS5 hardware uh, because. While I'm playing the game, my battery backup is screaming at me because it's pulling too much juice from it. Um, <laughs> I actually had to unplug one of the things from my battery backup and put it to something else because I have my TV, my PS5, and my receiver on a battery backup. And the PS5, anytime I was playing it, would suck so much juice out of that battery backup being so graphically intense. It was it freaked me out. I'm going to have to get a another different battery backup that can handle it um can't just plug it into a regular outlet while you're playing well or... i can i just put it to the battery backup in case power goes out and it's a surge protector in one uh-huh so but yeah that's what i had to do but it was the whole thing it i will say ratchet and clank if you haven't played those games or don't know about them they're good fun and whimsical uh don't take the game seriously type stuff I mean, the jokes are cheesy and corny. The name of the weapons are cheesy and corny. Everything's meant to be tongue-in-cheek and just have a good fun game. Um, I really like it. Um, I beat it last night. Um, got through the whole story mode and almost 100%ed it the whole way through. My only complaint, I will have to say, is that games are getting pretty expensive now. Um... It's now $70 for a PS5, Xbox X game now. Uh, they jacked him up. Yeah, you know, I, I see John's face. Yeah, it's... it's. Son, you just played yourself. Yeah. I, I actually regret not having a PlayStation because I love Ratchet and Clank games. Yeah. I no longer regret <laughs> not having a PlayStation. <laughs> so good job. If you remember that, I regret it because my cousin or second cousin... Sure, second cousin's playing it. And now I no longer regret. I'm fine now. Because the last game I bought, like, I, I can buy MechWarrior 5 Mercenaries for significantly under 70 bucks on, on a superior platform. It's called the PC. Yeah. I was, I, I, I it's kind of a, a, you for a $70 game, I need a lot more than what I got. Don't get me wrong. The game was amazing. It was a ton of fun. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I had a blast. I, you know, I laughed at all the stupid jokes. I had a good time. I still got some stuff I need to do with the game, so I'm still playing it. But to me, console games being seventy bucks is kind of a oh no sore point with me. There's a word for that. That word is called bullshit. Yeah, ah. it is. So I'm just kind of on that. I kind of well, I I don't fault the game company because they made an amazing game. Um, they think it is great. I can't wait to see any of the newer the stuff coming out. Uh, some of the new games that are coming out for the 
PlayStation. Um, but seventy bucks for a game is kind of kind of grinding on me. Well, so they do have a chance to redeem themselves because since it's PlayStation Five, it's internet capable and all that, they could roll out free add-ons to the yes. game and make that you know, make it better and more worth it. But I don't think they will because they're Sony and they like gouging people for money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, 70 bucks is way too much. Um, Elijah says, unfortunately, if you need a new PC, prepare to bend over. That's not true. The only part of the PC that's stupidly expensive right now is the uh, GPU. And that'll go down as this whole thing stabilizes, you know, between... Uh, cryptocurrency, which will eventually either get regulated or go away because it's not actually real money. And eventually someone's going to take an interest in making sure that either they get a piece of that money and it'll fall down or that since it's not actually something that can be traded, it goes bye-bye. Yeah. That's my prediction on that because the government loves to fuck around in things. <laughs> and they're already talking about it after the guys who made a cryptocurrency and then just said, Ha ha, we took your money, you can't do anything about it, you got nothing, ha ha ha, and ran. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll see. But also, the good thing to also note is that, Legionnaires, if this continues, the industry that makes graphics processing units is not stupid. If they see a continual need for them, they will just up their production up. The price will come down because they're producing more. Just right now, the it's... It's pure capitalistic supply and demand. The supply is low. The demand is high. Yep. Mm-hmm. We also have a couple extra ones around here. Banyan's got an extra one I could take. I just need to find a good power unit, power supply for this to make sure it works. Um, and honestly, there's still a lot of companies that are making these computers like the one I have, where they have not necessarily set graphic processing unit, but one that comes with it that may be missing some features that someone who wants you know, top tier high end wants, and I don't care about. I ain't playing top tier games. Actually, that's a try. I played Borderlands 3 when it came out. That was kind of not really top tier, though. It was well within graphics reality. So, but we'll see about all that when that happens. Guys, that is our show for today. We appreciate everybody coming out. Don't forget to check out Kathy Tuesday through Thursday as she paints models. Friday, she does her Pulp Fiction Friday. And don't forget to check out John on Monday, definitely for his Mech Warrior, and mm-hmm. possibly Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday night. Pro- definitely Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday, down. Thursday, and Friday, possibly Wednesday night, possibly Friday during the day, and possibly Saturday. <laughs> possibly so, all week. And possibly all week long. That's <laughs> what I do. Hey, thanks, Blindsday, for following. We appreciate it. Guys, we're going to send you the Pyro Club. Stick around. Make sure you say a good hi to them. Make sure you say hi. Give them a follow. All that good stuff. Um, Guys, please take care of yourself. Please, please, please wear your mask. Keep safe still. We want to see you later when we can get together and start playing games again. Uh, For More Than Dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. Good night, everybody. Good night. Great. <laughs> I always think that every time. Great. That's good marketing. That's good marketing, yo. Yeah, because that commercial hasn't been around for 